0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Pulse. Live here in Anderson. Somewhere in Anderson. Anderson, Alaska. Up north. See a lot of faces I recognize out there. And a lot of new people on there, too, tonight. Welcome to the show. So, we got... uh, Good show ahead of us tonight. We got special guest, Mr. Kevin Fraley, our fish guy. So things may get a little fishy around here. (laughs) All righty. Let's get this thing rocking here tonight. and Let's start with some announcements. Get those out of the way. All righty. Well, first of all, let's start with our COVID numbers. They are dropping dramatically, which is great to see. State reported 105 new cases in Alaska. Uh, 102 were confirmed that were Alaska residents. Um, Fairbanks only reported eight. Denali, we had one reported yesterday. So in the last 14 days from March 2nd to the 15th, we've had a total of three, which brings our total count to 76. That's our COVID numbers right now. Also, uh, let's get those out right now. Uh, just a reminder, tomorrow is testing here in Anderson. Uh Testing for COVID here in Anderson at the Anderson School from 1 to 2 p.m. That takes place right out front uh, in front of the school there at the library. So just a reminder that testing is on Wednesdays from 1 to 2 p.m. in front of the library at the Anderson School. All right. Uh, also, let's get out some other testing Here We do have testing going on in Healy at the Tri-Valley Community Center, Mondays and Wednesdays from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. There is a closure tomorrow in Healy for the tomorrow's testing, but other testings are going to be uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, so, Mondays and Wednesdays, 4 30 p.m. to 6 30 p.m., and Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. But they did cancel testing for tomorrow at the Tri Valley Community Center. Also, they are offering rapid testing right now by appointment only at the testing trailer in Healy. Uh, those uh, want to get the rapid test, it is by appointment, and you could call. Uh, let's see here, I did get the number here, 687-3317. All righty. Also, um, the, uh, I did get some information on the uh, clinic that happened. Let's see, let me get some glasses on here. So the clinic that uh, happened on March 12th was a quite a success there in Healy. And just a reminder for those that are going to be coming up for their second vaccination, it will be April 9th, and times will be yet to be determined unless they also previously set that. But uh, if you need to register to get uh, vaccinated, you can call Healy at 646-3322, and they'll be able to get you scheduled in on the next one. All right. Also, shout out to, uh, matter of fact, uh, <laughs> from the last show that we had last Thursday, we had 984 listeners. We have now bumped up to 1,010 listeners. Shout outs to, of course, our friend uh, Ali in South Africa that calls in at times and, uh, of course, all his uh, friends and listeners there in South Africa we do have listeners in Japan in India in Ireland Brazil the UK and Romania to so a shout out to you guys thanks for keeping up with us here in the pulse to our little live air show here appreciate all the uh the support you guys give here at the pulse just a reminder that our patrons page is up and working Uh, If you want to become a patron and donate to The Pulse, uh, that is set up there on Podbean. And also, big shout out to those patrons that uh, do help out here at The Pulse. It is very much appreciated, and thank you guys for everything you do. And believe me, I am uh, definitely happy to be your host and love doing this show and love being able to get together with all of you out there. Let's see here. Uh, Also, what's going on? um, Just a reminder that the World Ice Art Championships are going on right now. They're going to go on through March 31st down at the Tannino Valley Fairgrounds. And the operating hours are 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. They got some pretty cool sculptures down there. Matter of fact, I did see a uh, clip the other day. Of uh, boy, we got people from all over the world, uh, not just um, not just from in the U.S., but also outside uh, other countries. There are some amazing ice sculptures down there, so if you get a chance, go down and check it out. Up in Fairbanks, at the Tanana Valley Fairgrounds, the World Ice Art Championships are going on right now. And remember that their operating hours are 12 p.m. to 10 p.m through march 31st and that is seven days a week big shout out to clear sky lodge of course they're open seven days a week right now with the grill open 12 to 9 p.m and uh get down down there and get you some munchies also rough woods indiana open uh six days a week closed on tuesdays and they are open from eight to six and uh Get on down there and get some munchies. Get some breakfast. Have some good old times with some of the locals there. And uh, have some fun talking it out. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy going down there for coffee time. All righty. Let's see here. What else do we got here? I did get some more stuff. If anyone else has anything to shout out right now for announcements, you're welcome to do that. Uh, Oh, I do want to throw something out there, but I'll actually wait till she gets on the air here. Let's go ahead and call in our Andersonologist right now and get her on the air and see what's going on with our local weather. All righty. And here she comes.
1: Oh, hello. How's everybody
2: tonight?
0: You know what? It is a good night. It's been a good week so far. It's, it's only been
2: Great. Days, I'm it? a little I'm a little tired. I spent a lot of time in the night sky this weekend. Woof.
0: I did too. We took oh. the kids out the other night and we actually cut it too short
2: because it was so the pictures amazing. you got. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like right after we left. So
2: the whole sky exploded. Like I couldn't what? there wasn't any place you could not see them. And I was standing in the uh, at the airport. So it's pretty that's wide where open. we stopped. Yeah, we, we
0: started out at the turnout, out on the parks. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep, good and one. then we came back in, stopped at the airport. We even hit the shooting range. Yeah, so there was, was five still-
2: five vehicles out at the highway, out on highway uh, pullout. Was there? <laughs> yeah, and I I mean I got there at one thirty in the morning. I thought I'm like this is odd, and everybody's lights were off. Right. I mean, I, cut, I guess I, you know, put it together that that's what they were doing, or at least that's what I hope they were doing, because <laughs> it seemed kind of <laughs> sketchy otherwise, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we caught up with a couple out there at the turnout. You well, know. they were
2: good. I heard, you know, at like 8.30, um, we were playing trivia at the Clear Sky, and yeah, the bar emptied suddenly, and I was like, Whoa. and so they said that there was lights out. So there was a real nice little light show there from like eight thirty nine thirty. Yeah, and then another one. Yeah, oh, that's. Cool. You know, I can't stress enough this. Um, if write it down, or I'll set it. I'll I'll put a link in the in. Um, Geophysical Institute at Fairbanks, uh, University of Fairbanks, yes, is an excellent source. But you know, uh, I always look there first. But they have the All Sky Cam, and that All Sky Cam is up at Poker Flats, okay. and, um, it is a current, video of the sky. And so I kind of sit in the warm cozy house sometimes and wait till I see action there.
0: Right. And,
2: uh, and it's, and it's in real time. And then at the end of the night, or even so you can play a 30 minute video. So the past 30 minutes will play right. what's been going on. Or at the end of the day, you can do the whole night, which is really cool. Uh, and, and they're up there, you know, it's not that far from us. And especially when you're looking at some, you know, something as high as the Aurora, right. it's going to be pretty much the same thing here. So, that's what I use.
0: I'll have to get that link from you if you get a chance. Yeah, I'll to put it, I'll
2: put it in right now. I probably know oh, it by okay. heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: that's cool. Yeah, no, that'd make things a lot easier. I mean, I've got the app. I got like two or three apps actually on my phone.
2: Yeah, this is uh, the, the the actual Geophysical Institute at the University is is a pretty amazing source.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I bet I you they're, they're on top of it.
2: They are, and you know, space weather. They have links to space space weather, which is you know. What's all yeah. about our, uh, uh, the sun basically provides us these beautiful lights, <laughs>
0: which is uh-huh. weird,
2: but it does. That's,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, the kids got to see a little bit of it. They got to see some of the shower of green, you know, and it, uh, moved around pretty good, you know, but yeah. of course we didn't Did you get see that clap.
2: red pink. pink it colors? didn't, it oh.
0: didn't evolve to that quite yet.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um,
2: I couldn't adjust didn't. my shutter speed fast enough to keep up with what was happening.
0: Yeah, well, you it got to amazing. Quiet,
2: and then it would just go zoom, 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 you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh, shoot, I got to slow my shutter down, you know, to make it a you know, <laughs> shorter picture. But yeah, you got to be pretty quick.
0: That's cool. But yeah, it
2: was beautiful. I really enjoyed it, but I am I, tired from being off kilter. Plus, it was daylight savings from hell. I, right. You know, as usual, I don't have to work through it anymore. Thank goodness. I think I think it needs to be abolished.
0: Well, they're trying again.
2: I know, we'll but they only that do coast. that for the two weeks surrounding savings time, changing the clock, and then it gets disappeared again. <laughs> don't you think? Right. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, didn't they just talk about this in October? And didn't they talk about it in March last year? And, you know, I think they right. just talk about it briefly, and that's it. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs>
2: right. Anyways. Hey, so how's the weather?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. I mean, was a I was pretty day. there, of course, today.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, it was beautiful. Um, it's been beautiful. We actually, we actually went out on, let's see, when we were out Sunday with the kids, we pulled out the side by side, a sled, and also the four wheelers. We went out.
2: Okay, I thought I saw some wheelers go by. Yeah, <laughs> that was us. <laughs> I know. Well, I told Carl yesterday. I'm today. I was like, why don't you go ahead and pull my four wheeler out? He goes because there's five feet of snow on the way. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so talk to us about some weather right now. What's going on out there?
2: Okay, so right currently, it's beautiful, 14 degrees. Sun is still shining, actually, um, which I love. Right. Uh, So tonight it's going to be about minus 4, so not too bad. Hopefully these overnight temperatures are going to start coming up. Uh, It's been kind of brutal the last couple nights. The other night when I was out, it was 35 below when I was taking pictures the other night. Yeah. it's not pleasant at all. <laughs> I do I do it from the inside of my truck, but still, right. I have to turn it off because you know it vibrates. So, anyways, so tomorrow, uh, partly cloudy, high of eighteen. Um, tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a thirty percent chance of snow showers. Yeah, uh, low of minus one. Is it um, coming back? I'm I'm good on snow. <laughs> <laughs> I know you saw I went and moved I, all the snow in the in the kids' maze today. You, you went oh.
0: wild in oh the... Oh, Lord.
2: Uh, I made it bigger.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> changed yeah. the route again. <laughs> I don't want them getting, you know, can't have them getting used to it. you got to change things up. No, this is perfect because this is kind of what I was thinking when I wanted yeah. to build the snow maze was when spring hits, we'll have all this snow. I could have yeah. kept on it all winter and it should be ready, so. Cool. Yeah. Um Different. anyways we went uh, sunrise was at eight eleven and sunset at eight o one so <laughs> eleven hours and fifty minutes of actual daylight already right daylight savings time and uh visible daylight is thirteen hours twenty five minutes already and I love it, that
0: it's coming <laughs> quick it's yeah. it, look at us how many days five days away from official our spring yeah, first day of spring yeah. right the twenty first yeah. it's coming That's it's correct. coming fast. I know all my bike guys, all my all my riding buddies, they're already <laughs> posting stuff. Is it dry right. up there yet? I'm like, we just <laughs> got done off.
2: Come on, dude. Another- you yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just
0: came off another ten inches of snow.
2: Yeah, you, know? you need to give us an extra ten weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. well, yeah. well, it dumped down in down south.
2: Yeah. Um in s- southern Alaska, south central Alaska or south?
0: yeah just, yeah um, yeah my sister English,
2: i heard yeah.
0: Yeah, they got dumped on pretty heavy yeah uh, my yesterday had they, they, were, under they were screaming yeah yeah <laughs> screaming. it was coming down hard they were yeah. they were all nice and dry and warm it was like almost 40 degrees the other day and then it came oh, through yeah. and just hammered them
2: <laughs> yeah that's what march does to people just to right? remind you that you're still in alaska there you go yeah
0: <laughs> exactly yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. you know, like the weather just wait 10 minutes right
0: exactly (laughs) well it's rotating to five now
2: yeah they like to see it yeah exactly
0: exactly i was talking about talking to the kids about that you know because of uh i said wait till solstice comes around well what's that i'm like you'll see
2: get it again
0: that's exactly
2: always know (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> i just saw somebody called me somebody uh, london said hi hi london back i'm sorry i was trying to focus oh, on yeah, you're job here the job I, I
3: am
2: the weather queen <laughs>
3: right
0: <laughs>
2: sometimes i'm the queen of everything but since eileen's here she is the queen of everything
0: queen eileen yes she snuck in on us so
2: when she's not around i pretend to be the queen Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I posted that link uh, to the Geophysical Institute, so check it out, people. All Sky yeah. Cam is amazing. Sometimes it's so it's what it is is really high tech equipment under these beautiful glass domes, and you right. can see other domes around It could, because it's like a fisheye uh, photo. Oh. And so uh, you occasionally see people working in their other domes, you know, changing batteries or whatever they're doing. But yeah, it's really cool to watch the. Uh, um, the all-night, you know, the overnight video. It's right. It's worth
0: it. Okay. I'm actually right. putting it out on the Pulse page, too. Are
2: oh, yeah? Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, we're supposed to have really good, since we're talking about forecasts, um, it's happening here in the next couple of days. Right. Hopefully, it's going to be cloudless or near cl- cloudless because starting tomorrow night, really, for the two days, two and a half days, yeah, at least uh, KP fives are better. Well, so that's oh, kp Five.
0: I'm, 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 I'm just happy to see that we're we actually, you know, I love our winners. I'm like you. We we like our winners. Well, you
2: have to if you're gonna live here. You really right.
0: Do. I mean, that's part of our fun. Yeah. You know? But this year, I mean, we got hammered pretty good. It wasn't, you know, it was it was. Timed at certain times that just hammered us good, and <laughs> it wasn't a gradual this year. We got hammered no. in right, right into October. Yeah. We, usually it's not till around you know Halloween, and we took it the first week of October.
2: I know. Year. Well, I always used to say that's how I used to gauge winter. Really, by by Halloween it'll yeah. be thirty below or forty below. When I was a kid, it's not yeah. always like that anymore. But was this year? <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know Christmas was just burr.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, you I don't know. Even remember Christmas? Oh yeah, I went to Anchorage. I was going to say, what did I do? Yeah.
0: Um, we Seems had like everything CMS I do team just team sit,
2: sits in my house, sitting in my house for the last year.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: mm. Wow. Oh hey, uh, uh, Vicky wanted me to plug uh Trivia Night. At oh the okay. Night. Even though they cannot fit another single body in that bar, uh, there, know, there was but a lot of people fun. there or better. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday I had a blast though. You cool. can sit at the bar with the locals and play the local team or you can go play with the contractors whatever you want but would they play in teams and it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I me and uh Susie played the last time we were there and it was we got hooked up with a a team out of Clear. Um right. That's those guys that were from Philly. I think they were from Philly. That we're out so there.
2: many people. I I mean, I know a few of them that have been here for a few years, but I'm not. Uh, I just chit chat with the, the rest mostly. Yeah. But uh, Yeah. They've got I want to say there was eight or better teams. And that was those are full table teams like, you know, seven or eight yeah. people. And I think there was like five of us sitting at the bar that were the clearly local people. Right. Uh, that was a clearly local. It was the name of our team. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time, though.
0: Well, good that's deal.
2: Fun. So it starts at seven. Uh, you might want to get there early. That's just I'm yeah.
0: Kidding. We walked in about six thirty-ish, and we're scrambling just to find a place. And Vicky, yeah, took
2: care there, of yeah, we we uh, weaselled into the bar. Carl stood up for a while. I found one chair, and then things kind of shifted. And but right. yeah, there wasn't a single single seat in the house. And we got there early, also. Uh, yeah, s- six
0: forty. <laughs> early, yeah. That's yeah, us.
2: not early <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should go. You should come, Eileen. She said she'd love to do that. It's oh. fun. Yeah, it's fun. And since you're the queen, you'll always get a place to sit.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> That's
2: yeah, exactly we had Matt right. Nelson was playing on the team, who's uh, who we grew up with, but is you don't know, think he's husband and owner of the yeah. first guy. And we had a, um, I had a couple of guys from the steam plant, you know, uh, at Clear, and a gal who grew up here, uh, Kelly Wilkes. Who's working at Clear? Also, and uh, yeah, it was fun. We had a blast.
0: We need to get together. We need to do a get together of all of us, you know. And
2: yeah, uh, maybe I, um,
0: maybe I, Vicki could set us up a table or something for all of us.
2: That'd you mean become... on 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 that night or at another yeah. time? Yeah, on yeah. that yeah.
0: night on trivia. She may night. or
2: may not do that. I don't know. She's she'd have a hard time with trying to reserve yeah. a table. I think, but well, she may do it. I don't know. I've never asked.
0: I never asked you <laughs> Maybe we'll give it a shot.
2: Yeah, All the plugs we
0: throw out. Hey, give us a table. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I kind of well, like it, the bar, to be honest. Though I like it up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. And there was a team from Healy on the other side of the bar, and we were overhearing each other quite a lot. I, <laughs> I'm like, sis, <laughs> you know, <But> it was. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was crazy in there. After after uh, that was over. It, there's 110 people in there, probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Could have been 80. Um, somebody rang the bell. And then two seconds later, somebody else rang it. I'm like, holy Hannah, that's a bar bill. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> these guys got stupid money right now construction money.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eileen just put out there she can go early in safe places. See?
2: Yeah. Well, I can go real early cool. too.
0: Well, I guess I'm we'll not very to, good
2: at getting anywhere early. We'll anymore. have to
0: we'll have to get our, yeah. our cat going and, and figure out a night to get out there and go. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I would love to do it. Yeah, uh we could just go play trivia too. Yeah uh, on our own. You know? Yeah. Uh, I
0: mean we do that. Yeah. We,
2: I've got I mean, I've got boxes. I've found two Alaska trivia games. Plus they have yeah. trivial pursuit cards and something else. Uh one other Seems like it's something dumb though. It was a really yeah. dumb setting deck, a deck of cards.
0: Well, I got I got some ideas for that. Um, by the way, we'll talk later. <laughs> I got some good stuff coming ahead. Um that's gonna yeah, big time. It all happened Max. real quick. Yeah, hey Max is out. Max it's,
2: is saying hey, everyone. Tuesday.
0: Carl, go get tacos.
2: Max, he's already gone to get tacos, and I was smart Uh enough to turn the Bluetooth off on my phone this time. When he comes (laughs) back, I don't get cut off.
0: Okay, there you go. Cards Against Humanity night. There you go.
2: (laughs) Uh, I can't play that in front of Eileen. That's like playing in front of my mom, and I can't do it. (laughs) I cannot play that game.
0: (laughs) Yes, Robin, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good deal. Well um all
2: right. Well hey, I'm gonna get off here and you guys you and you and Kevin do some fish talking. I'm gonna, gonna do show some fish and listen talking at the same time.
0: time. Yeah, and then uh we'll get together and, and talk a little later too. And I'm sure we're gonna do some open forum stuff that's gonna get things going here a little bit. Leo. It's a happy night. It's Tuesday. Happy. It's happy.
2: Let's let's fly. happy fish let's night.
0: Right, exactly.
2: All righty, All right. we'll go
0: ahead and give you your exit here. You know that sound. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. (laughs) And Karen's gone. Thank you, Miss Karen. Appreciate it. All righty. Tonight, we do have a special show tonight. We have our special guest, Kevin Fraley, our fish guy. And uh, we're going to do a little talking tonight about some fish and what's going on. And I actually got some questions for him tonight um, that we'll do as uh after he does his presentation so let's go ahead and get kevin here on the line here and let's do some fish talk all righty kevin i see you calling in and there is kevin (laughs) the crowd goes wild (laughs) (laughs) hello kevin how you been great how about you brett can you hear me okay i can hear you perfectly Definitely. Cool. Everyone's been looking forward to fish talk again. We've, we've missed you big
4: time. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I've been pretty busy and we've kind of started to run out of fish to go
0: over now. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I got some questions afterward that, uh, that a, a couple of them are, are going to surprise you. Um, it's not that you'll not know them cause you will definitely know them, but it's just explaining some things. And sure, uh, we'll throw that out there. So Kevin, go ahead and start. Uh, We have a (laughs) Nick, (laughs) Rick just threw out what a crowd. (laughs) That's exactly right. Um, Start off. We do have a lot of uh, new people here on the show tonight. So tonight's show is uh, Fish Talk with Kevin Fraley. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and go ahead and do it to it.
4: Sounds good. Well, thanks for having me on again. It's always a pleasure talking with you guys. And so, um, my name is Kevin Fraley. I'm a fisheries ecologist for the Wildlife Conservation Society in Fairbanks, and uh, I've been in Alaska since 2008. And just love fishing and um, checking out fish, all the different species. You know their biology, their ecology, and so you know I spend a lot of time for both my work and uh, you know play. I guess chasing fish around and that's right, included right. going down to Anderson quite a bit just because there are actually kind of underrated fishing uh, opportunities in your guys's area and just kind of, <laughs> 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 and so you know, I just kind of fell in love with the the location there and a nice small town and the, the um, environment there. So that's why I like to call in and feel like I'm kind of connected to the, the community here. So yeah. 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 Um, and tonight I think we we're going to talk about chum salmon, which are um, there's quite a few of them in your guys's area. So talk about some of their biology and the fishing regulations and how to chase after them. So, all righty.
0: Well, roll with it. Do it to it, Kevin. Thanks for being on the air again. Really appreciate it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I might be able to get on again next week, but I'm, I'm off on a Kodiak mountain goat hunt uh, the following couple of weeks. So Uh I'll be starting to get pretty busy, you know, spring, spring activities roll around, but I hope to get on um, occasionally. Yeah, uh, it's definitely fun to to talk to you guys about fish. So. Cool. All right, so let's talk about some chum salmon. All right. Yeah, so so chums are some people like to call them dog salmon because they have those those big teeth. Um they're they're interesting because they um have that camouflage kind of like green and purple markings on their sides, so they're quite a bit different from, you know, the other salmon like the kings and the coho that you guys have in the area that are you know, almost bright red. So these chums blend in a little more and just look quite a bit different. Um, So chums are found throughout Alaska. They're kind of one of the most widely distributed um, fish. So anywhere um, a stream flows into the ocean, they're potentially spawning in there. And, um, you know, then they range along the coast and out to sea um, as as adults. And some of them swim even more than, you know, 2,000 miles up the Yukon River to spawn. But most, most chum salmon kind of stay closer to the ocean compared to like Coho and Chinook, except for those few exceptions, the the Yukon, the Mackenzie river, and there's a few others where for whatever reason, chums spawn or, uh, yeah, they, they swim way up those rivers to spawn. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. So they, they spawn in kind of late summer and fall and in the Yukon and the Tanana and the Ninana, um, we get kind of both summer and fall runs. So kind of some come in in late summer and then into the fall, like September and October, um, chums are also found along the U.S. West Coast, in Russia, Japan, and then in the Arctic, in Canada and Russia and Alaska, kind of spottily. Um, in Canada, they only kind of go as far along the coast as the Mackenzie River, and then peter out. And there's, you know, it's not every river where there's a spawning population. They're kind of spotty there because the uh, the rivers are so harsh up in the Arctic. They freeze, you know, to the bottom many of them, mm-hmm. and so there's just not a lot of Um, habitat for the juvenile chums to, to live in and to grow in. Um, and so they just don't, they haven't um, taken a huge foothold in the Arctic yet. That might change in the future. And chums are kind of, um, I guess, you know, many, many of our fish species are, are kind of, um, exported to different places. So people in different countries around the world often introduce different fish to see how they do and to try for, you know, sport fishing or, or, um, commercial opportunities. But chums haven't really been broadly introduced anywhere else in the world. Um, unlike you know, many of our other fish uh, species that we have, the only records I could find were there was, um, I guess they were introduced somewhere in Iran and then somewhere in Western Russia. And of course, the information is pretty poor on what exactly happened with that and if they're still there. But otherwise, it's just they're in their native range, which is, includes our area here.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: So so the kind of the early biology of the chums, once the, the little juveniles hatch out of the, uh, the eggs, and once they come out of the gravel, they pretty much immediately head downriver um, and and head out to you know the coastal areas to start feeding. Unlike uh, like our sockeye, the coho salmon, the chinook salmon, those species all stay the juveniles will stay in freshwater, um, sometimes up to three years depending on the species. So the chums are just you know they head right out to, to the coast and start growing, and they spend about uh, three to four years at sea before they come back to to spawn in their their natal rivers, the, the ones where they were um, born in. And the, the little guys, they'll kind of eat bugs and other small invertebrates as they, you know, move out of the freshwater and along the coast. And then as they get bigger, they start eating uh, different cr- crustaceans like shrimp, um, smaller fish, and then also these pelagic um, mollusks. So they're, they're kind of like snails that are right. suspended in the, in the water column in the ocean. Those are uh, um, a popular food for the chums. And of course they're, they're important for both subsistence and commercial fisheries in Alaska and and elsewhere like a you know in the lower 48 and in Canada because they're they're pretty abundant um the the runs are, are all pretty solid um like usually they're 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 not being closed down because of low numbers or anything chums are usually pretty right. doing pretty well although that's um that's changed a little bit in the Yukon drainage but most other most places the chums are runs are very healthy so they're a good subsistence and commercial uh, fish species you know they're I guess in Alaska, we're kind of salmon snobs, So we don't particularly like to eat chum salmon that much, but, right. um, but a lot of like the, you know, salmon jerky you find at the store or that sort of stuff is, is chum salmon. And so, you know, people in the lower 48 do like it. You know, we're kind of snobbish up here. We only like our, our high quality salmon. Yeah. We call um, the chum salmon. What dog food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and I know, you know, like in a, in our region here, a lot of people use the, the chums for dog food, um, right. but But, you know, in other places like northwest Alaska, there's not a lot of other salmon species. So, chums are actually an important human food, too. You know, out in Kotzebue and Kivalina, way out there, where there's not many um, chinook or coho or sockeye salmon. So, um, they're, you know, eating a lot of chum out there. But, yeah, we're kind of snobbish here. We like our our chinook and and our sockeye and coho. But uh, the chums are definitely... You know, definitely palatable as well, especially if they're if you get them um, near the salt water. They they definitely deteriorate quickly once they hit freshwater. Yeah. If the yeah. quality of their flesh, but if you get them in the salt water or very close where they're still silvery, they they can be quite good eating. Uh, you know, especially if you throw them in the smoker. Right. So, um, okay. yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some sport fishing that occurs for chums, but they're not considered like a top quality or a really high target um, fish to go after, unless they're you know, like like I said, fresh from salt water, but. You know, some people enjoy, excuse me, chasing them and catching them during certain times of the year. Um, but the other salmon species and trout are usually kind of more sought after than, than chums for, for sport fishing. But, mm-hmm. um, but up here, like on the Ninana and whatnot, we've only got <clears throat> a few species of salmon to catch and the King salmon are often closed. So um, the chums and coho can be fun to go after and, and you can potentially, um, you know, keep a few for the, the smoker or whatever. Right. So that's, right kind of some background on their biology and, and, you know, where they occur and and how people use them in Alaska. And so I'll, um, you know, move on to, I'll just talk briefly about some of the state and world record fish and then get into where we find them and fishing regulations. But if there's any questions now I can stop and pause for a sec.
0: Yeah. If you guys got any questions, you're welcome to uh, throw them out there in the chat screen or you can uh, hold off till after. Uh, his presentation. Just keep that noted in your mind, and I'll open the floor, and we'll get some questions out there. Let's see here. I don't see anything popping up yet. So do it to it. Cool. All right. So just for folks who might be interested,
4: um, so the world record uh, chum salmon was 35 pounds caught in saltwater near British Columbia. And you know, the when they're in saltwater, um, pretty much every salmon species are going to be at their heaviest or at their biggest. Once they enter freshwater, they start kind of losing, you know, protein and fat as they, they expend energy and they don't regain any. So pretty much all our salmon records are, are out of salt water um, when the, the fish are in their best condition. In, um, in the state of Alaska, the, the state record is 32 pounds, so just three pounds short of that, that uh, world record. And that was also caught in, in saltwater down near Ketchikan. Right. Um, if you want to get a, one of those trophy certificates from the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, uh, if you catch a chum salmon that's 15 pounds or bigger, you can bring it in, get it weighed, and get a, a certificate there. Now, that is a pretty big chum salmon, but uh, right. I've certainly caught a few that that approach that size. So it's definitely possible. Um, the ones up in interior Alaska typically don't get as big, but some down in like southeast Alaska and um, you know and south central can approach 20 pounds. So in certain areas, getting a trophy certificate might be pretty easy. Yeah. So. Um, So where we can find them in our area, um, so in the Ninana River and the Tanana River, they're kind of, they they come up, they're running up to spawn, you know, in August, September, and October. And they can be in like the main stem river in different sloughs. And occasionally some go up tributary creeks, um, but there's not that many. It's kind of spotty as to which creeks they go up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Yeah, they're kind of the one species of salmon that that actually seems to like spawning in silty mainstem rivers for whatever reason. So they do pretty good in the in the Nenana and Tanana because we got there's so much silt in those rivers. Mm. Um, you know, the other fish don't like that, but they seem to do okay. Um, you know, right outside your guys's back door there in Anderson, if you just go out to the river, you can you'll find chums out there in September and October. So in plenty of them, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little harder harder to spot than the bright red coho, you know, they, they kind of blend in, but if you kind of stare at the water long enough, you'll probably yeah. see a couple of them. So,
0: Yeah, especially in the, in the slough areas where it's thin, yeah. where the water's not as deep, they're easy to spot. You can usually see dorsals, you know, running up through the river and yeah. you catch them.
4: All right. Those spring spring creeks around you guys, they don't seem to go up too much. I've seen you know a, a chum here and there, but it seemed like it was lost. It didn't have any buddies. It was just kind of hanging out with coho. So it's yeah. odd that they don't go up some of those spring creeks in your area, but they like the main stem river and the sloughs for whatever reason. Huh. So, okay, interesting. So that's so it's kind of the same on the Tanana River, you know, like up towards Fairbanks. Um, they're in the main stem or, or sloughs, um, all the way up to, I think the good pastor river is about as far as they go. They might go further, but pretty far up there. So, you know, up past Delta junction or up near Delta junction, they go all the way up that, that far. Yeah. And there's, there's big, um, spawning populations in the China and Salcha river. The good pastor has a small run of chums. Okay. So, yeah. Um, also, you know, if you drive South from you guys, not too far to the Chilitna and Susitna rivers there's a lot of chums in pretty much all those tributaries and in the main stem rivers, the sloughs and all that. So that's a good place to go. those fish show up um, in August typically. So they're usually earlier than our, the ones that have swam all the way up the Yukon to our, you know, Tanana and Ninana areas. So they're in there right. a little earlier. <clears throat> um, so some fishing regulations for chums for the Ninana and the Tanana main stem rivers, you can keep uh, three per day. You can only use single hooks for salmon on the uh, Ninana and Tanana, and you can use bait with a three-quarter inch hook gap um, between the, the point and the shank. I believe that's the case, but definitely check the regs if you're going to use bait. Um, for some of the other area streams, like the China and the Salcha, that's kind of the same regs, but they actually close like the upper sections of those rivers to protect um, the salmon spawning areas. Oh, okay. so, and then the good pasture is just completely closed to... To chum salmon fishing, I think for so for the Chena, you can fish all the way up to the there's that dam um, near North Pole, and mm-hmm. the Chena Chena Lakes area, you can fish pretty much all the way up to there, and yeah. then the Salcha River, I think you can only fish just a little ways above the the highway bridge on the Salcha. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of where you find them and the regulations, and I'll move into some fishing tips next if there's no you know questions that came up.
0: I don't see anything so far. Okay. I posted some,
4: (laughs) some chum photos and stuff on the the poll page too. So check those out. Yeah. There's some, some from the area and then some from the Susitna and the Chalitna, some pretty cool stuff on there. They're, they're just a neat looking fish with that mottled purple and and, uh, green. They look way different than the other salmon species. And those big teeth, they're just kind of a, a neat fish in my opinion. You know, some people don't like them because obviously they're not a, uh, really important food fish and they they can bite you pretty good if you get those teeth in you so um, <laughs> but, but they can be like quite good fighters you know especially a bigger one that's over 10 pounds they're going to give you a great fight and um, in, in the right situation they can be really willing to to bite a fly or, or a lure or whatever so I'll right. talk about that next year okay all right so Kind of the key with these, these chums is finding them at the right time, right? And that's similar with pretty much all the salmon. You need to be, you know, where they're running up towards their spawning locations at the right time period. And that can be kind of tough and it can change between years too. You know, if we have like a, um, you know, a late spring or, a, you know, an early fall or something that might trigger them to migrate earlier or later during different years. Like sometimes I'll, I won't see them until almost October on the Nenana um, streams and other times they're there at the beginning of September. So it, yeah. it can be, um, you know, there, there's a bit of a, a, a window there as to where you might find them or when you might find them. And um, yeah. So on the Ninana and like other Tanana river tributaries, they're coming in mostly in September and October, but there is that, that summer run too, that's coming in like in even July and August. Okay. Um, but I think it's usually a little bit smaller. I've never really targeted them for fishing. So I always wait till the, the fall. Right. Um right. In the Chlitna and Susitna, the, the chums are heaviest in there in August. And so the these chums aren't as eager or, or as aggressive to hit the lures as the coho, which we talked about, I think, last time. The, yeah. Um, yeah. The silvers, they'll go way out of their way to hit a fly or a lure. But the chums, you have to be a little bit more persistent with, and you got to um, kind, of, kind of tap them on the head with your lure sometimes. Sometimes they'll lash out at it, but they right. usually won't go too far out of their way. So you need to get, Um, The fly close to them, usually down deep to where they are, they like to hang out kind of in the bottom of of holes in the the creek they're in. Mm -hmm. So you need to get that that fly down to them and, and, you know, repeated passes, you know, past their face that gets them angry and they hit out of aggressiveness. And usually like you want to fish them as they're swimming up to their spawning grounds. You don't want to fish them usually on their spawning beds. That's not considered sporting. And that's kind of, that's pretty stressful on them. So, but there's, they, they stop in certain places and, and kind of stage is what it's called. And that's a good time to find them where they're maybe spending hours to days at a, a nice hole where they can, as they kind of get ready to go up to their spawning beds. So that's a really good place to target them. And there's plenty of places like that in your guys's area. Right. Um, <clears throat> so they are hard to spot these fish. So you like having good polarized glasses is pretty important to, to see where they are, or you can just kind of, um, prospect for them, you know, blind fish. See if you can if you can find one by just casting into places. But any of the like the the streams that have a little bit of silt in them, like some of the sloughs out by you guys, it can be right, pretty hard right. to find them. Um, but one way I I sometimes look for is eagles or ravens or like bear um, activity. That's a good indication that there might be some some fish nearby. And oftentimes they're in the presence of the, the cohos. So if you find the bright red coho, you might find some chums with them as well. Yeah. So those are good ways to look for them. But they can be hard to find. There's only, like I said, a few areas where they are, and it's mainly out on those main stem and sloughs. Yeah. Uh, but once yeah. you find them, then you you got a good chance of catching them. Okay. So, so for fi- uh, fly fishing, I like to use dark kind of weighted streamers. Purple and black is really good, and um, kind of like a, a rabbit strip or a bucktail type uh, fly with, that kind of flows and is as large large enough for them to take notice of it. And I think yeah. what they yeah. they think it is is like some sort of Um, small fish that's trying to dart in and eat their eggs or compete with them. And so that's when they'll lash out at it. So small flies don't usually work, but you can try that. Um, Usually those big flies are what they like. And for, for spin fishing gear, um, silver and dark spinners are are probably the most effective. Anything you can kind of get down close to them and be really accurate with your cast and, and, you know, put it in their face a lot to to get them to strike. Right. So, okay. There was another
0: out there. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. How about lampreys? do they run in the Tanana or the Ninana River?
4: Yeah, they do. Um, they're, they go up I know they go up into the China. not sure how far up they go to the Tanana, but um, you know they're, they're also, I think we have a couple species, and one of them is a species that like goes out to sea and then another one just stays in freshwater its entire life. So I think both of those species are found in the Tanana. And so um, I know like uh, certain folks like down in the, the villages downstream of Ninana will actually um, will cut holes in the ice at a certain time of year and net the lampreys as they swim up. And so they, then they use those as dog food. Um, they're really high high in uh, fat and protein and that sort of thing. So they definitely have a, a run of them that come up under the ice apparently. Uh, huh. And then there's also the just the resident ones that never go out to sea that are non-parasitic. Pretty much all they do is just sit in the mud and they filter feed. So like bits of algae and and you know just de- detritus. By. Yep. Yeah. So just detritus like that. They'll they'll uh, munch on that for I think a few years and then they emerge out of the um, the the little guys are called amacetes. That's what they're called when they they hang out in the mud and they're just kind of passive filter feeders. Then they kind of metamorphize into adults and then they go up tributaries and spawn. For the ones that that are residents, the parasitic uh, species they go out to sea. You know, not too long after they, um, I think they stay in freshwater a little bit, then they go out to sea, and of course they parasitize fish and and uh, invertebrates out there, and then they will swim all the way back up the Yukon and the Tanana to uh, to spawn. So it's pretty cool. Um, they are they are kind of gnarly looking fish. I remember a couple of years ago there was an article in the the News Miner here in, in Fairbanks there was lampreys like raining from the sky, and they couldn't figure out what was going on, but people kept finding them in roads in town, yeah. and I think what they concluded was that, um, ospreys or Fish.
0: eagles or something uh, were were, something was were catching. catching. Yeah.
4: Yeah. They were catching these, uh, the adults, the big adults that were spawning and then like flying around with them and dropping them. <laughs> there was like, <laughs> at least I
0: saw something on that. I remember that. Yeah. I'll have, to, article on I'll have to, I'll yeah. to dig up that article and post it. It was pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> well, cool. Interesting info. Yeah, right. they
4: are kind of an underappreciated under fish. And I've seen them um, a fair bit, like in the China River. They go pretty far up the China. I've seen adults like way up in the upper China where they were spawning. So uh, you yeah. don't see them too yeah. often because they're kind of cryptic and, um, you know, not very visible. But they are interesting fish. There's a guy at uh, UAF, Trent Sutton, um, professor there who is kind of a, a lamprey expert. And so he's done a lot of research on them and um, even yeah. developed this way of uh, electroshocking the, the, the larvae that are in the mud. If you just use um, like a regular electric fishing machine, which just stuns fish with electric current so that you can, um, you know, do your work on them, measure them, that sort of thing. Well, yeah. for these yeah. little lamprey that are in the mud, if you use your a normal electrofishing setup, they just kind of freeze in place and they don't come out of their burrows. Well, he figured out this, you know, way to use like some sort of alternating current or pulse current to get them to, to come out and wriggle up so that you can get them. So get them to jiggle the, a
0: little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so and those he's quite. That the, don't know the, what a lamprey is. They're almost like an eel. Look like an eel, right? Jawless. Yeah, yeah. sucker fish. Yeah,
4: they, yeah, they're jawless. They're very ancient fish. You know, they've been around forever. Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, okay.
4: definitely a well, good definitely question. A strange fish. Yeah, very good question.
0: Matter of fact, uh, Rick was gonna try and go out fishing. Uh, the oh, other cool. day. Um We were talking last weekend. He said they were planning on giving it a shot out there at the where the Ninana and the Tanana merged together there, the confluence there. That's the word of the day, the confluence, where two rivers meet. <laughs> By the way, Very we had good. fun with that one the other night. <laughs> yeah, I heard a little bit of
4: that. That was great.
0: Did you, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear how I figured out that terminology? No, I, I missed that. <laughs> so the reason why I learned is uh, uh, I'm a pilot, oh, and right. – uh Uh, flying in Arizona in the Mesa area, flying out of Falcon Field, whether there or, um, you know, any of the other airports when you're coming in from the north, uh, usually follow in on the river. Well, there's a confluence there where the two rivers meet, and that's your five-mile zone of coming in. So when you're coming in, you're five miles north at the confluence you know, coming into Falconfield or wherever you're coming into, so it's kind of funny. That's how I learned what a confluence <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah, interesting. All right. Yeah, it's a very useful
4: word. And for Rick, I'd say just be careful now with these warming temperatures that, that the Nana might get open. Definitely go out during the day, and you know, preferably with somebody else too, so you got somebody to kind of yeah. um, watch your back out there because the ice will start. Um, you know, some open leads might start opening up. I know it, they have been on the China here and that's partially because we have that power plant that puts in hot water into the, the river, but, um, you know, there's been more and more like, uh, ice kind of coming up, coming off the river down, down further along there. So just right. keep that in mind as we get into late, later into March and April, that the rivers get a little bit sketchy in some places. Yeah. So, all righty. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I just have a couple more um, notes that make sure you have pliers if you're fishing for chums because uh, you know if you see the the teeth on them check out the the pictures I posted on the pulse page you definitely don't want to be you know sticking your fingers in their mouth trying to get a fly or a hook out you're gonna you know myself personally I've got my hands ripped up by by chums because I forgot to bring prior pliers and it's not a a good time and you know if you get like fish slime and those sort of wounds they can in, get infected pretty easily and so definitely bring the the pliers to release the fish or take out the hook um, because of those large teeth. And, you know, also I, you know, I thought I'd mention that chums can also be caught trolling or casting in saltwater too, but not many people usually target them. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there's multiple places you can go after them, but overall, yeah. I think they're kind of an underrated fish. Um, you know, like in the past, one of my favorite things to do is, has been to take a road trip for a weekend in August down um, on the Susitna river, like to the Talkeetna area and there's certain um, confluences of the rivers where the mm-hmm. chums are, are staging and you can just have a great time. One of the, uh, catching them, one of the photos I posted was, so I had uh, myself and two buddies fishing the mouth of Montana Creek. It was, and all three of us either had a fish on or, or had just caught one <clears throat> in that photo. So it was pretty yeah, cool. The, the action can be really good and the, the fish are great fighters too. Um,
0: oh, so. okay, Cool.
4: Yeah. So that's about all I had. And then, yeah, I'm happy to, take any questions and chat about whatever. Okay.
0: Um, If you guys have any questions, Rick, leave it to him. True. Alaskan (laughs) friend will drill the holes while I wait on the sandbar. (laughs) (laughs) That's for going for sucker fish. (laughs) And who's the sucker that's going after him.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. Yeah. If you've got one of those, those hand augers, it's great to have a dumb friend to bring along to provide the muscle.
0: (laughs) especially if you got a hand auger that's for sure yeah All
4: right. when I when i uh lived over in, in new zealand there were certain places we'd go fish but you had to open like more than a dozen um cattle gates along this road so every time you hit a gate you'd have to get out of the car get go out, out, out open the gate so i always tried to bring some dumb you know noob uh friend to be the official <laughs> gate opener right <laughs>
0: That's called an automatic gate opener. Just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does All anyone, right, have, anyone any have any questions, questions. for Kevin? Uh, let's see here. If we've got any questions, you're welcome to uh, post something in the chat box. You're welcome to call in. Rick, if you got any fishing questions, you're welcome to call in. All right. Did you get out fishing, by the way? I don't know if you did or not. It uh, looks like Rick's calling in, so let's get him on the air here. All right, Rick, you're live on The Pulse with Fraley and me. Good evening,
5: folks. How we doing?
0: (laughs) We're doing well. (laughs) Did you get out fishing?
5: No, uh, not yet. Uh, My friend that has the ice auger, um, he hasn't had a chance to go down there and start start punching holes in the ice. But we have seen a few people just right off the bar close to the – Parks Highway Bridge. They were out there the other night. They got a couple sets set right now. Oh, nice. So yeah, so we got some of you in the tent and I'm playing around right now. So
0: okay, well that's
5: I good. At
4: least you know it, yeah. you know the that area around those sets should be safe ice and everything.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some I heard gaspers. rumors. I heard rumors right around the, uh, the tripod. It's like forty three inches or something like that. But wow. you know how ice changes. Further down the trail,
0: rapidly, big time. Yeah, it could be 10 inches over
5: here next to the mouth. uh, Yeah, the conflict of the (laughs) Ninana
0: River. (laughs) Conflict, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, even Kevin used confluence a couple times tonight. See, that's the word of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good deal.
5: The only reason I was asking about those lampreys because I've seen that TV show where they're on the Yukon River chasing them and they're talking about catching them for their dogs. They cut big holes in the ice like you talked. I'm just kind of yeah. curious what, year they, or what time of year they move.
4: Yeah, um, I'd have to go revisit that show because that's where I've seen it too on Yukon Men. Um, but yeah, it must be sometime in the winter when they're coming up. I'm not sure when exactly. I seems like it'd it be tough to, to time that, right?
5: I, I thought it was close to springtime because they had some pretty bad ice.
4: Okay. Yeah. That could be pretty yeah. likely. Yeah.
5: But that's Yukon River too. Right. Yeah. So, and I was just kind of curious if they actually come this far up because I was talking to my buddy Gary over here about it and, and he was questioning it too.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You you know, they I definitely go as far up as the that. China. Yeah. I never even thought about lampreys being around here, but I, there's no reason why they couldn't be, you know?
5: No, they they, they move, uh, like, uh, you know, in the wintertime when the river was clear, that were, from what I was understanding, not the Yukon men.
4: Yeah, you know, yeah.
5: They migrate then.
4: So I, I just found an article that said, um, so down at Mountain Village, they start seeing them in, in November, and then Russian mission, like Thanksgiving weekend, Holy Cross, December 1st. So it seems like they very slowly move their way up. Huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. There you go. Uh-huh. There's a fishing Game article about it. it. shows a rack of smoked lampreys. I'm not sure what those would taste like. <laughs>
0: Probably like eel. Well,
5: <laughs> my friend Gary says they taste pretty good. He's had smoked uh, lamprey before.
0: Uh-huh.
4: That's I've used the- them for... I've used them for bait and they seem really oily and I'm sure they're very rich, you know, great, you know, food. If you're need some, some, uh, fat and some oil and stuff in your diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh.
5: It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting fish.
0: That's for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, good info. Good question, Rick. Get out yeah, there and thanks, get us some fish. Will you? I'm looking for burbot. Okay. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
5: Well we're gonna supposed to go here the next couple of days We'll see what happens see how he feels.
0: All right
5: he, He's an old timer, you know he's moving a little slow.
0: Yeah, aren't we all <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All righty, any other questions you got, Rick?
5: No, that was it. Just the lampreys. I was kind of curious about talking about those.
4: okay, cool. All right. yeah I might swing down this weekend I was gonna do a snow machine ride out to uh, the stamp out the stampede trail down in Healy and maybe I'll put in a, a set near Ninana or a couple sets on the way down and see if people want to check them on my way back but I might do that Saturday or, or
0: Sunday that'd be cool I know me and Susie enjoyed doing that when you did it the last time
4: yeah you know or I could just leave them in overnight too and have one of you guys check them if you're coming up to Fairbanks. Or, you know, yeah. at some point, they just need to be checked once a day. Because if, yeah. if I just set them in the morning and then we checked them in the evening, the fish don't really move that much. It's usually they're moving at night. So it would be probably be more likely to get success if they were left overnight.
0: Okay.
4: That's an idea.
0: I'll throw it yeah. out there.
4: Okay. Yeah. I'll keep in touch with you guys about that.
0: That's interesting info. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: All righty. Good deal. Thanks for the question, Rick. You bet. We'll talk to you later. All righty. Thanks, Rick. You bet. Thanks. All right. So I got another question here from some – I got some questions that have popped up that, you know, a lot of people don't know, believe it or not, the difference between fly fishing and regular rod and reel fishing. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, and why don't you give us a definition of fly fishing to you? or if you okay. have a definition, because this is this is something that's actually, it's popped up a couple times, and I finally remember, I actually have it written down right now, definition of fly fishing. So do it to it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, so
4: fly fishing has been around for quite a while, and so I guess the main difference between that and spin fishing is that the motion of the, the casting. So you've got um, kind of this thick um, plastic line, on your fly reel. And then at the very end of that, you've got, um, tip which is just kind of the clear line, like clear monofilament line that you attach your fly to. And so with, with fly fishing, you're casting kind of in a forward and back motion. If you've ever seen like a river runs through it, that movie, or just check it out on YouTube. And so you're going back and forth with your arm and then laying the line out. And it's just a little bit, um, you can't cast as far as if you're spin fishing, you know, a spin fishing, or bait caster fishing or whatever else, you're just kind of flinging flinging your uh, lure out there in one motion, and you just got you know regular monofilament or braided line. It doesn't really change line types as it goes off of your reel. So those are the main the main differences. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's both they're both types of fishing, so it's just two different ways to do the same thing. Yeah, basically, um, just,
0: you're casting with a fly line. Is you're casting with the line itself, the weighted line that's Basically. right yeah the so
4: that yeah, plastic yeah. line is what what yeah, carries yeah. the the distance to get it out there but it's not as effective as um, you know just using like a monofilament line with your spin gear where the weight of the, the tackle is what's carrying your your cast sure. out there so um, yeah if, if you I mean definitely check out like Google uh, uh, or take a just go on YouTube and you know and uh, <laughs> type in fly fishing or something if you really want to see the casting motions and how it's different but i mean ultimately it's just kind of two different techniques to do the same thing which is to catch fish so i'll go back and forth between the the techniques whichever one catches me fish you know if i'm not catching anything on a on the fly then i'll i have no problem going to uh spin fishing or bait fishing or whatever so yeah
0: well we're gonna have a clinic this year right we, got yeah. we already got you pegged for that. I know there's, <laughs> sure. I, can see, I can see nine people online right now on the show that <laughs> I know for a fact are jumping on the clinic. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> for the, yeah, so the clinic.
4: <laughs> so the Midnight Sun Flycasters group that I'm a, the president of, we have some gear and stuff too, which I just recently was aware of, but, you know, a bunch of, of um, fly fishing setups and that sort of thing. So I'll definitely be bringing some of that down, and we'll definitely do like a day, of casting or, or you know on the lawn or we can go out and, and try a, a creek or something so
0: right cool exciting definitely yeah. exciting i'm excited to learn how to fly fish i yeah. know there's a bunch on that do some of us I think with here that's never been touched that's brand new <laughs> <laughs> so I,
4: think with, um, <laughs> I think with i think with uh, you know most people getting their vaccines now too it'll be a lot uh, more chill of an event to, to get together and do that sort of thing as the summer rolls on like i've got my first dose um you know coming up tomorrow actually so wow. hopefully everybody you know will be Dallas. plenty safe and feeling comfortable to to do some casting really? you know, yep. for that you day her do it
0: by the way, I left Rick on the air. He's just kind of sitting there in the background. Oh, that's what that means. On, I was going to hang up on him. I go, I'll just let him kind of oh. hang there. Uh, I'm, I'm still here? <laughs> yeah, you're still there. <laughs> Get off there. <laughs> <laughs> Get off there. Gary's <laughs> yelling at him. <laughs> oh. That's oh, funny.
5: You heard him yelling at the dog, then,
0: huh? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, at least he
4: wasn't trash talking us. That's good.
5: You're right. Exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: well, I'm not watching you
5: trash talking unless you're right here with me.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting across the table, you know, right in front. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
5: Where I can poke the bear and just, you know, <laughs> yeah, I got a long enough stick It works.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Kevin, uh, Rick is, uh, Rick and Carrie, uh, they own the Roughwoods Inn in Ninana, the restaurant okay. there. I've, so, I've never stopped there. I'll have to check it out sometime. Definitely. I'll Go stop, in there.
5: Stop in. We have breakfast all day long, lunch and dinner.
4: Yep. Cool. I'll stop in this weekend uh, when I'm on my way down or back from Healy for the, the snow machine ride. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we we'll looking
5: good. forward to seeing you
0: yeah cool thank you make sure, make sure you let them know who you are kevin when you walk in <laughs> okay. the door just, you know just that bring way
5: Pike in the door with you yeah there
0: <laughs> you go. look at look at london's already hitting me my granddaughter's online on the show right now i want to go there <laughs> well good deal all righty, Kevin, let's, uh, anyone else have any questions that they'd like to ask Kevin? it doesn't just have to be about chum salmon. We've covered quite a few different fish here in the Alaska area, especially in our area in Northern Alaska. If you have any questions, you're welcome to throw them out there right now. Um, I enjoy putting Kevin on the spot every chance I get, cause I can't seem to stump him, even though I try. Um, <laughs> that's part of it, right? Kevin. Isn't that what oh, I'm yeah. supposed to do? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, I welcome the challenge. There. Right? How I know about you these
5: did. lakes in this area? How many of them are stocked?
4: Well, you, um, yeah. Let's let's see. Uh, I know Otto Lake is stocked. Um, the Ninana Pond, um, like the the city pond there, that's about it, I think, in your guys' area. But you could easily go on the Alaska Department of Fish and Game um, website, and they have a list of all the the stocked waters by area. So. Yeah. So I and stumped you. You
5: don't know how many are stocked around here, then, huh?
4: I think just two: the
0: Auto Lake and the um, and the, the Nana Pond. Yeah, I've seen the Nana Pond being being uh, stocked before. I've actually driven by and seen the truck back up to the to the oh, sheep okay. there. Yeah, I would imagine I they don't live very long in there. there.
5: Well, yeah. A lot of people go down here to this little pond there, in Indianana, and go fishing all summer long. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And those are those are the fish, the, the ones that they stock there, Kevin, those are the ones that can't reproduce, correct?
4: That's right. Yeah, everything that fish and game stock is um, it's called uh, triploid, which means they kind of genetically treat the, the eggs so that the adult fish can't
0: reproduce. Hmm. I did remember that. See, there's, there's – see, something stuck in my brain. So just so you know, Rick, they don't reproduce. So what they put in there, they put in there till they're gone, basically.
5: I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there's some uh friends of mine that have a cabin out there at Dune Lake and they say they got some pretty good sized fish out there.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, they do they do stock Dune Lake as well, but that's pretty far off the road system.
0: That's yeah, a good I'm question. Sure. Karen just put out there. Why is that? Why I don't think did we ever talk about that? Why they uh basically uh make the fish so that they can't reproduce?
4: Well, you know, in the past, um, they've had problems with fish getting out of a certain lake and then, you know, becoming invasive. It's called where they get into places and start reproducing and and, um, have negative effects on the native fish that were there naturally. So that's kind of the idea, Um, you know, like for the rainbow trout. I mean, it probably wouldn't hurt that much if a few got out into the Tanana River or something and could reproduce because they're probably it's so cold and harsh up here. They're probably not going to. Um, they're not, gonna you know, be able to longer. establish a population, but yeah. that's just kind of a standard operating procedure now for any sort of fish stocking. Um, is that you? You don't want you want them to be sterile so that they're not getting out or being transported somewhere and then becoming a problem later.
0: Right. Okay. And we still don't know what's in Round Pond or Long Pond up here yet, which we will find out spring. Right. I guess so. Yeah, I didn't get a single bite
4: in there. I think Round Pond might be just a little too small to keep to have stuff over winter. Um, but the, right. the other one, Long Pond, looked pretty nice, and it, and it even had like a little bit of open water coming out of the outlet, and the yeah, water quality seemed really good. So must it, get, it must get it must get like some nice spring-fed action, which would be good for fish. It keep you know the water quality good and the oxygen levels good in there. But I never right. got any bites. But we'll have to give it a shot in the summer.
0: We'll have to give it a shot and get the drone in there again. Uh, yeah when it warms up and there's not four feet of ice out there how how thick was it where you dropped in
4: it wasn't too bad because i think that that upwelling in the in the pond there you know that keeps that outlet open kind mm-hmm. of keeps the water a little warmer so it was just you know a couple feet two or three feet
0: oh okay yeah beaver karen just threw out there that the beaver are backing it up yeah they have been we got well, actually um we've had a lot of problems with beaver lately here and the area um matter of fact i I can remember just a few months back that they pulled you know they pulled permits to you know prior to trapping season um you know that they were trapping beavers because of our you know our overflow pond our overflow ponds and that sort of thing because they we've got a big influx of plenty of them here you know gotcha yeah (laughs) london just threw out fish are friends not food finding nemo (laughs) 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 right (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's another thing i don't even know how our you know i didn't get out and trap this year um matter of fact i haven't uh talked to anyone that has you know here in uh in anderson but um you know we've only got a few people here that do trap that have been around here for quite a while. And I don't even know how the trapping is doing. I do know that we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of uh, movement out there. You know, every time I go out, I see plenty of, uh, you know, tracks from, you know, I'm seeing a lot of lynx out there, seeing some wolf come through there, you know, along with our moose every day. But there's a lot of stuff moving around right now. Yeah, I think it's a big
4: lynx year. I, I think you know they're, they've been showing up in town and Fairbanks and stuff. I think the the rabbit or the hare population is low, but the lynx population is high, and and they're all hungry, looking for food, so they've been running right. around. And then the the beavers seem to be at a, a high point as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I, I know we've got some problems here. Yeah, there's a lot of flooded crawl spaces. I I know I've I've been seeing some stuff on that. Um, even mine, I, I got to say, even here at my house, um, the uh, basement area, I had water all the way up until, I got to say, probably about a month and a half ago, two months ago, still coming in. Wow. And it finally dried out, you know, but uh, there was a lot of water backing up. I mean, of course, our table's high enough here in Anderson. Didn't need to add extra to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, you could go drive a stick out in the into the ground out front, and you'll you'll hit water. <laughs> wow, that's crazy! I didn't know it was so close to the surface. Hit yeah, Man, yeah. Like, yeah. So All righty. Go. Well, good deal. Uh, any other questions we got out there?
4: I put up some info on the the lampreys. Um, so it sounds like the species that we have in the Tanana are Arctic lampreys, and there's uh, some of them that go out to sea and some of them that just stay in freshwater their entire life so there's some info there if anybody's interested plus the article oh, wow. about them cool. falling out of the sky
0: yeah <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> lampreys, the, the flying lampreys <laughs> that was pretty cool uh, great yeah. pictures you put up there too I just saw the pictures that you threw out of the chum salmon
4: yeah there's a few from uh, the one with the, the snow and the snow camo chum that's like right behind you guys on the, the sloughs
0: there Oh, okay. So. There you go. Cool stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, what Karen's, Karen's got a deep well. She just put one up there. Her well's at 14 feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds
4: <laughs> pretty nice said, compared
0: to, to Fairbanks where they're drilling like hundreds of feet to get on oh, the yeah. yeah, there's two on this property. And one is at, I think uh one is like 15, 17, and the other is like at 22 I don't know. Our water's so good coming through here; it's best I've ever had. I gotta say. You know?
4: Yeah, well, the the salmon definitely like it. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you like salmon because I don't eat salmon, but I'll catch as many as you want for you. Fact, <laughs> kids will probably fight us for them, but that's yeah, all. They're fun to catch. Yeah, definitely. Well, I know the kids want to learn how to fish this year too, and they're I'm great. sure we've got we've got a lot of new kids in the area here in Anderson, I'm sure that, you know, whatever kind of clinic we put on is definitely going to be good for the area. Plus, we'll get to have some fun, definitely. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Okay. Well, since you guys brought up the well issue, um, I do have a little bit of a home improvement uh, uh, guy thing going on here Um, because, you know, we had a water issue here, and we got a lot of rust coming through the system now. Right. So now when you take your shower head off your hose you got hanging in there, make sure you take that little black rubber grommet and set it on the sink next to where you just dismantled everything. (laughs) That way, when you put it all back together, you can find it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> just a helpful hint from your uncle rick there
5: that's right <laughs> but i found something that worked and put our shower head back together
4: uh, you always hate that oh, when you uh, you've got extra you... parts that didn't go back into whatever right, you're trying right. to put back together
0: yeah like putting together a barbecue you know you always yeah. got extra parts <laughs> oh god that's funny stuff it's a survival skill yeah there you go <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs>
5: yeah. Make sure you always put your stuff where you need to find it because yeah. <laughs> I lost that
0: one piece. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, some people
4: say to like take pictures as you take things apart so you know if it's a really
0: complex thing that you're working on so that you know
4: where everything goes back together.
0: I actually do that, believe it or not, on some of the things that I work on. Um, I work on some pretty intricate stuff, and uh, I do that quite a bit. There ain't nothing wrong with that because it sure makes your life easier. You know, I got to think about it. What the hell did I do before we had phones like this? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I know. You know, I was telling you guys, I remember
4: like wandering around Anderson with a printout of Google Maps before there were smartphones trying to figure out where the salmon (laughs)
0: were. Now I can see
4: exactly where I am.
0: Not me, but I have seen a few flip phones still out here. (laughs) <laughs> mm. well that's funny yeah yeah karen just threw out there it's a survival skill fishing is big time it is um if you can't fish them club them right one or the <laughs> other you're gonna get them one way or the other <laughs> where do you think that term came from shooting fish in a barrel anyway we'll let that one go <laughs> all right any more questions for kevin since we have him on the air here
4: yeah thanks for having me on guys i'm probably going to jump off and grab some dinner here i've been i'm starving
0: hey kevin thank you for joining us tonight and thank you for doing fish talk as always it's always a pleasure having you on and we do enjoy having you here and of course part of the anderson community family definitely yeah
5: thanks for the info kevin
0: Yeah, absolutely, guys. And uh, it's always a
4: pleasure being on here. And uh, hopefully, we'll do it again soon. Yes, we will. Spring's right around the corner. Maybe I'll see you guys this weekend, too.
5: Yeah. It's a big (laughs) corner, Brett. It's a big (laughs) corner.
0: I know. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) All righty, Kevin. Thank you again. We appreciate you. And uh, you're getting a lot of shout outs on the screen right now. And uh, you're all, you know, you're definitely appreciated here. And we always have fun when we do fish talk. All righty, Kevin, go get your dinner. All right. Thanks guys. Thank you very much, Kevin. All All right. right, We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Big shout out to Mr. Kevin Fraley, our fish guy. We always appreciate him coming on and giving us a little, uh, education on that. And, uh, we're going to have some fun this year, by the way, Rick. We, we're having a fishing clinic over here. Uh, going to get to learn how to do some fly fishing. So oh,
5: good. I, I, I bought a new fly pole a couple years ago, and it's got a lot of dust on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got a few of those out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They look great, though, don't they?
5: Oh, it's a nice one. I got a nice spinwick.
0: Ah, see, there you go. You're high class. Well, yeah. my
5: dad brought me up right. It took me a lot of years to save up for that Fenwick, you know, because he liked the Fenwick fishing poles. Yeah. He swore by them. And, you know, and I, I seen that one. I couldn't resist it. And, yeah. Um, it's just been collecting dust since I bought it.
0: Ah, it's okay. It's kind
5: of embarrassing, but I got one.
0: well i can honestly say i don't but i will be getting one um i'm gonna get me one susie's gonna get one for sure we're we're definitely gonna give this thing a shot you know this fly fishing thing um i'd like to you know what i've been thinking about is keeping one you know keeping a fly pole on my bike for this summer you know just being able to yeah I mean, how cool would that be?
5: Well, I got a friend that's kind of on vacation right now. He went down and had some surgery done, had a hip yeah. replaced down the lower 48. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one that runs around here in a, a pickup with his fishing poles attached to his hood of his pickup.
0: And I've he seen the
5: mounts. He has that mount on there, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't flown off and a big truck fly by him.
0: I've seen that truck. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's
5: a good guy. He's a good guy. That guy's into fishing. Yeah, he he loves his fishing.
0: Yeah. Well, looks like we're gonna have some fun. Definitely, the spring is around the corner, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting some fishing in this year. But uh, well, we'll just let well, it roll.
5: Well, I'm waiting for my buddy to get out here and start punching holes in the ice, and we can see what's going on out there. We've been Definitely. Talking about right. it for two, three weeks now.
0: Yeah. So, you know. uh, my granddaughter just threw out there. I'm too impatient for fishing. That's ah, all right. Well, we'll get you patient. Well, it's it's impatient when you don't catch things. That's uh. That's
5: why it's called fishing.
0: Right. <laughs> <It's> not catching. <laughs> not catching. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> all righty. Good deal. Hey, um, I was thinking about, does anyone want to do a little, uh, I just got some side notes here, uh, someone keeps throwing out at me. We got a little bit of time left in the show. Do we want to do a little trivia tonight? If we'd like to do some trivia tonight.
5: Only if you give me the answers in advance.
0: Oh, yeah, you do well at that trivia stuff. And it looks well, like Karen bad. does. Yeah, let's let's do a little trivia tonight. If you'd like to uh, get on the air right now, we'll go ahead and throw out some trivia. And uh, Rick, you're kind of stuck there So you're going to be in the <laughs> trivia uh, Anyone that'd like to join in We'll do a little trivia tonight And have a little fun On our exit out of the show tonight Yes, please do Go ahead and call in uh, The lines are open right now And don't let me hang you in. folks Come on, join in Oh, don't worry I'm sure we'll get a few here to get in on trivia Let's see Oh yeah, here comes one we have Miss Eileen, Queen I Eileen is air. on. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, let's see, Karen's hunting headphones. I know. Uh... <laughs> no, come on, Miss London. you are welcome to get on the air and get in on trivia. We'll do some crazy trivia here. I'm going to go ahead and keep an eye on the lines here and see who else wants to get on for trivia. Uh, you're welcome to get on. Looks like we have Miss Karen jumping on. All right, Miss Karen, you are on. Hello, hey, hi, hi. <laughs> Say hi.
6: Hello,
0: <laughs> all right. I got,
6: I've got a good way to start this off. Do you?
0: Oh, oh, I'm, I'm I have
6: ready. a question for Brett.
0: Okay, here it comes. Here it comes.
6: <laughs> all right, Send Eileen. You. Can you tell me Whoopi Goldberg's real name?
0: Ooh. Okay, this is scary because I had a friend <laughs> that lived in Malibu next door to her. And oh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know, I honestly can't remember. It's too long ago because I have met her a couple times when we were down there, but I can't remember okay. her name.
6: All her right. Name, her name is okay. Karen Johnson. What? Karen Johnson. And it's spelled with a C, C-A-R-Y-N.
2: <laughs> there well, you go. Stop.
0: <laughs> Karen, what do you got to say about that?
2: I'm sorry, I don't know what to say about that. I would not have guessed that. Not even in no. a million years.
0: <laughs> I knew the last name was common. I couldn't remember yeah. the first name. I was thinking that it was John Yeah, yeah it was I was thinking it was something I can remember. It was very common. All I could remember was staring at her because she had no eyebrows.
1: It totally <laughs> drove me
0: nuts. Totally oh. drove me nuts.
6: <laughs> oh. do, you, do you want another one?
0: yes go ahead give me another one here okay. I'm already down one why not two wait a sec I better give myself a sound effect huh
6: yeah
0: <laughs> okay I'm down one go. okay what do you got for me
6: what is Miley Cyrus's real name
0: ooh uh,
6: where's London she might know that one that's I might I mean. know this one too
0: let's see here London do you know that one nor her dad's name <laughs> <laughs> That's because Rick runs right? around singing uh uh achy breaky heart.
2: <laughs> right. Did you see what did you see what london one. said? No. Landon she had a great answer. Anna Montana. there you <laughs> go. I had
0: a guess great. I do After remember you, I do remember her first name. I don't remember any of the rest of it, but I do remember her first name was Destiny. If I remember, that's
2: right. It's got to be Cyrus, right? Because her, it's got to be yeah. Because Cyrus,
0: I don't think because Billy Ray didn't use a stage name. No. Okay,
6: two out of three ain't bad.
0: Wow. I'm, I'm doing. Wait a sec. Here we go. Wait a sec. There we go. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
6: the <crowd goes> wild. <laughs> all right,
0: you got one more for me. I'll take one more here.
6: Well, first okay. of all, Miley Cyrus's middle name is Hope. H O P E. What it
0: was? Yeah, which yep. kind of blew me away. It was Destiny Hope. Yep. Okay, that's that's right. There you go. Good one. And
6: here's here's an easy one. It's a it's a really easy one. John Wayne. We
5: were just talking about this the other day.
0: Right. Um oh. <laughs> And I know it. It's in the back of my head, too.
2: I and don't I, know, it, but I've been to John Wayne Marina in Squim, Washington. And it is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. He loved that place, Squim. He oh, sailed there a lot. And uh, they named the... Um, the marina after him and it is glorious. It's so pretty. Wow. Oh man. That sounds Susie good.
0: knows that one. Susie throw it out there in the what chat. Is it, Susie? What is it? Let's see if she's got it.
2: How come she's not calling in? Marion. Yeah.
0: Michael wow. right.
2: got the whole thing. You're
6: right, Susie. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, Bravo. He gets some applause for that one.
6: Our oh, phone
0: is dying. Yeah, we've heard that excuse before.
2: Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're ready to play some trivia since I bombed it tonight.
2: Let's do it. Okay. We're gonna use the X.
0: Yep, X in the chat box. Uh, you
2: ready?
0: Q in when you know the answer. We're gonna do silly dumb trivia tonight.
2: <laughs> that should With- be. A I found out, out I'm bad at all this stuff.
0: <laughs> well. What do we want to do? Do we want to do like cartoon and comics trivia? No. General knowledge, funny trivia. Um, I'm good with
2: general or geography or general. Yeah, I like general. Okay. Random trivia.
0: Let's let's do uh, general then. Okay. Uh,
2: Thank you for not doing that other one. That you said.
0: Comics.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would have been a long night. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Let me pull up some general trivia here. Uh, let's see. Wow. This ain't general. This This is. Uh. Okay. This this stuff. I don't know if anyone's gonna get any of this. I'll throw out the first one here. That, this just blows my mind here. Okay. Let's start with the first
2: fr- <laughs> <laughs> Rich, Rich put his accent. He knows already. Psychic. Okay.
0: If you guys <laughs> five points for this one. The failure of which crop caused famine in Ireland in 1845?
5: The failure of which crop
0: caused famine in Ireland in 1845. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Karen, can you tell me?
2: Potatoes. What? Are you kidding me? No,
6: I'm not kidding.
2: Wow. Wow. The
6: Great Potato Famine.
2: That was it.
0: That was it. The Great Potato Famine. All right, Karen, bad. you fired off with five points right off the bat. Well
5: wow. Yeah, but the Russians make the vodka with potatoes.
0: Well, they were good smart. <laughs> it was good <laughs> vodka. They're good, good at it. They
6: weren't in Ireland.
0: <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I doubt the truth. They weren't in Ireland. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Maybe not that. Because of the potato famine, they weren't going to allow uh, travelers in there. I'm
0: sure they wouldn't, yeah. All right, this one's going to be an easy question. Let's start off with our next one here. Which is the smallest breed of dog? Which is the smallest breed of dog? Let's see if we get anything. Okay, Rick, you just threw that out there. Rick, what do you got?
5: It's the teacup poodle. Ooh. Yeah. What? Yep. You hold this dog in your hand.
0: Hey, yeah. All right, Karen, tell me what you got.
2: The baby chihuahua or the teacup chihuahua.
0: That is correct. That's right. That is correct.
2: Otherwise, we had him in our family. His name is Raleigh Benjamin. He is absolutely fabulous.
6: <laughs> they are also known as the Hawaiian dog, the chihuahua. <laughs> I say, go I'm go
2: pretty go. sure Chihuahua is Spanish. We are <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely going to go off on a tangent here. I can see.
2: So.
1: I'll try not to.
0: <laughs> All right. You guys ready for another one here? Bring <laughs> it. Carolyn, Karen, you have six points. Everyone else is at the big zero, the big goose egg. And the big well, you guys all know who you are. Okay, (laughs) Uh, let's see. What is the normal color of the gem sapphire? What is the normal color of the gem sapphire? Eileen, you jumped out first.
6: I'm gonna guess blue.
0: That is correct. Eileen. You just jumped on the first one. All My right.
6: son's a jeweler. That's correct. <laughs> There's been oh. a correct answer. <laughs> <Here>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and a good one at that. Yeah,
1: yeah, he is. He's yeah,
2: oh, a very intelligent guy.
0: Okay, this one is a fun one. I'm going to make this one worth three points here. Are you guys ready? Ready. Okay. Uh, let's see here. This is actually a pretty good one. What was the nickname of World War One German aviator Manfred von Richthofen? What was the nickname of the World War One German oh, yes. aviator Manfred von Richthofen? All right. Wow, well, Susie's already. Susie jumped in on that one. Seeing <laughs> on the air. All right. Um, I'll let Susie type it out. Go ahead, Susie. Let's see if you know what it is. Yes.
6: Yeah, that's right. All right,
0: (laughs) right, Susie.
6: We're marking you down
0: a point. Karen, you have six. Eileen, you have one. Susie, you have one. And Rick, well, you're just Rick. Anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Susie's laughing.
0: He is. Mm. All right. Okay, are we ready for another one here? Ready. Let's make this one. Ooh. Snoopy! Snoopy.
2: <laughs> I did think of Snoopy first, and then I thought about the house.
0: Right. <laughs>
5: right against the Red Baron. That's what it was. That's right. Okay,
0: let's make this one worth five points. Okay. How many millimeters are there in one cubic centimeter? How many millimeters are there in one cubic centimeter?
5: We're not in Canada or Europe. This is America. Come on.
0: I know. I know. Believe it or not, a lot of people still use that uh, measurement. Karen, can you tell me? What? Uh, that no. is correct.
6: All right. <laughs> Boy, and I'm not I'm a math person.
0: These aren't these aren't even hard for you guys, are they?
5: Uh, you know okay. you can take I'm a sixteenth wrench and a dime and use it for a ten millimeter wrench.
2: I did know that I think that's what fits my Dremel (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
0: Oh wow (laughs) Okay Okay here's an easy one Get your exes ready Okay Who said that's one small step for man One giant leap for mankind Easy one Karen
2: Neil Armstrong.
0: Yep. Alrighty.
2: I just happen to be fastest because I know everybody knew that one.
0: Right. Chris, you're 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 throwing in there. I see you in there. Um, is there somebody else? Yeah, you see him in the chat. Chris, you're doing
2: there. it wrong, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to put an X in, and then you get to answer.
0: Yes. <laughs> put an X in. <laughs> this is just like the X Files. Anyway. Sort there of. we go. Minus let, the UFOs. Uh, no, actually, we got those here. I oh, heard. Oh, I know. <laughs> right. I look at the sky a lot. It's scary. Let's do. Let me do this one here. Uh, let's see something. This actually looks fun here. Okay. Let's jump into this one. Okay, got one here. Okay. Wow. Okay, that one just blew me away. We're moving on.
2: Okay. (laughs) Chris, watch (laughs) it. All
0: right, let's see here. Okay, this one's actually fun let's do this okay all right okay here we go let's start uh,
2: radio <laughs> silence
0: I know I'm sorry
2: that's okay
0: uh, all right this is this is actually I'm trying to even I'm trying to I'm trying to. I'm We're actually. All trying to. At this this is good. this is really bad. I don't know where this stuff came up from, but it is horrid. There's this stuff on here that no one would even touch.
2: For no trivia, people are kind of weird. But they know I'm some strange right stuff. Now. I'm I'm one of them. I know some random stuff. I don't. I, <laughs> not they, gonna do me any good anywhere except for in a trivia game. But I do know some random
6: stuff. Right. I really do. Well, I probably know it, but it's filed in the wrong place.
2: Yeah, that yeah. happens to me a lot too these days. <laughs> I swear I put that file in geography; it must be in something else. Right.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's a good one. Here. Okey-do. Let's just let's just go with this here. All right. I'm moving on here because if not, we're gonna have dead air all over the place. <laughs> Who was the second person to make a solo transatlantic flight? Who was the second person to make a solo transatlantic flight? Let's see. Karen, um, you jumped in quick on that one.
2: I did, but I might be wrong. Shoot. I can't remember who did it first. Amelia Earhart?
0: Wow. You uh, did. You nailed you know, it.
6: Lindbergh was the first. Yeah.
0: That is correct.
6: Okay. Well... Wow. Did they ever find her after that? I don't know that she made it actually. (laughs) Maybe she did it. I think maybe she did it she made it all the way across
2: before she lost.
0: Right.
6: She must have, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, here's the (laughs) this stuff's on famous people here. Question is, who became commanding general of the first armored corps in nineteen forty one? Who began commanding general? Who became commanding general of the first armored corps in 1941? I actually knew this one. Karen, go again.
2: Patton. Wow. <laughs> Man, I'm on a roll.
0: You are awesome. We're just killing it tonight. Okay. I love
2: history. Actually,
6: I love it. A yeah. Lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't
6: remember what happened yesterday, let alone in 1941.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <right? laughs> I must have read about it again recently or saw the movie. Oh, Did that
0: start
2: John Belushi? Oh, that was Stripes, but that was a great flick.
0: Okay, yeah, let's do some Stripes trivia. Oh, God,
2: no. Oh, Not movie God. trivia. Okay, here, here's somebody no, else's we'll chance just, to win.
0: We'll just throw it there on Stripes alone, okay? Oh, still. Everyone knows stripes, right? I
2: know, but I have a terrible memory when it comes to details.
0: Do you?
6: I think my yeah. phone must be dying. Hurry, phone, die. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I accidentally hung up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <joy. laughs>
0: Is Robin still on the air with us, or did she take off?
2: I don't know if she was. Uh, she He's didn't scared. call in, did she?
0: No. No, no I don't she know. She We probably, or probably or...
2: lost her during fish talk.
0: She, I think we're taking a
2: snooze or any
0: right, anyway, I might as well since I got you guys on
2: Okay.
0: all right, Rick, you're just gonna have to deal with it let's yeah, uh
5: let's hear some crickets <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway um, uh there you go. I got some someone just sent me a a thing over here on the side since I got you guys on. Um, asking us about our soup drive again, and uh, we are scheduled, we're gonna schedule it for Saturday, the 27th, right? Which is what basically two weeks away, Mm a little less than two weeks away. We don't have a cook yet, no, actually, we do. We had a volunteer jump in,
2: awesome.
0: Um, Miss Robin is jumping in to do chicken rice soup this shot, okay.
2: I'm hoping to get over ambitious and make rolls also. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean to make fifty rolls is not that big of a deal. You know, right. flour, water, yeast.
0: Right. Um <laughs> you know. I figure what we'll do is we'll have a, a little, you know, online chat get together. Yeah. You know, as we normally do in our chat.
2: Yeah, you just put a messenger, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, start getting some stuff together here. Okay. I didn't notice it was getting this late in the month, I didn't notice that we're halfway through March already. Kind of went quick, but uh, Robin uh did um did put out that she wanted to do chicken rice soup, so um, and then I got a message from Chris earlier also who was the one who got the uh the cookbook, who ended up with the getting the cookbook from uh that was sent to us from
6: robin i think
0: robin den okay what,
6: what which cookbook
0: there was a what was it from what you do you remember eileen it,
6: it was an old clear uh cookbook. Old
0: clear one, right? oh. from, like yeah
2: like the uh one of the clubs out there like the driftbusters or bpw or something yes was yeah. it Okay. I believe so. Um, yeah, it probably was. It usually was there, uh BMU's Recreation Association. Yeah. There. Yeah, there was
6: a lot of recipes. There was some from Barbara Rathbone and some of oh, the I others. I saw that... some
2: screenshots. Yeah.
6: Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, good deal. Yeah, Joanna yeah.
6: had one in there too. Yes.
2: Right. That's her. That's and, the and, book. and a shout out to people in, in the afterlife and God love them. Joanna and uh, Mr. Murray's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. or, well, jo- we lost Joanne at this time, Mr. Murray. Mr. Murray was our principal. He's got the gymnasium is named after him. And today would have been oh, okay. his uh I don't know, hundredth birthday. He's, he was he <laughs> was no up idea. there. Eileen, do you? Yeah. yeah. He, it, passed he was he was year. up there. Yeah. yeah. He was in his nineties, I know that. Yeah, he was. He's a great man. And we are legendary. Yeah.
0: Um, we also got to get some stuff together Start start working towards our Fourth of July stuff It's going to come upon us very quick um, I got some stuff written down that We could probably talk about too On our next uh, um, Anderson Anonymous meeting
2: Hey, well, let's not call it that We decided, no. <laughs> we, decided we better not say that Because people might show up for an AA meeting Right. uh, (laughs) So, yeah, call it something different. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, from Anderson with love meeting. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) You guys, I just checked. I was just looking at Facebook, and there is a picture of a family that just got done doing the snow maze at the ballpark saying, We had fun. Thank you, Karen.
0: Aw.
2: Yeah, (laughs) two little guys and a mom and dad. How awesome. Really? Yeah. Do me a
0: favor post that on the Pulse, will you?
2: I will. I will. Okay. I'll just share this right over. I think I can share the whole thing. I don't know. I'm not very well. Wow, that's awesome. with this stuff. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's I, I made it much bigger and uh, and uh, and the walls a little higher, so you can't. Somebody said take a picture. I'm like, I need a drone. You know, I can't. Right. I can't see it from here. I'm not tall enough. <laughs> you know, I have one.
0: I have a drone hiding somewhere. Do I don't know if I can get to it or not. It's in does the Does it box. have a camera? It does. Yeah. You know? But it's out in the bus, and I don't know if I can get out to it or not.
5: Uh, you're gonna so have grandkids the out there. What's that? Send your grandkids out there. Tell them go r-
0: ransack the place. We See we did that last weekend, and I lost them out there in the dikes, out in the flatlands and the meadows there. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> it's a
0: little deep out there.
6: <laughs> I hope you found them.
0: I did. We brought them back. <laughs> even even did driving lessons with London. Um, did driving lessons with X on a sled, and, uh, yeah, we had fun. We hey, had you got to a-
2: learn how to drive those things. It's not as easy as one would think.
0: Right, you know? exactly. Don't
2: turn on a dime. That's the biggest advice I can give anybody on any kind of ATV. Yep. Don't try and turn on a dime. You're going to break. <laughs>
0: yeah. <You know? laughs> uh-huh. I wasn't
2: able to share it on the Pulse, but I did put it on the From Anderson with Love page so everybody can see it there.
1: It oh, okay. The,
2: or it's on the Anderson page. Anderson Anonymous? No, no, no. No,
5: Anderson Anonymous. I like that one. Oh, I know
2: you do. Everybody did. And then I was like, maybe we should rethink that. All right. We're going to have people showing up for an AA meeting. We could ruin somebody's life. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Shout out to London. She did good driving.
2: (laughs) Good job. That's because girls are bad to the bone. Oh, is that it? That's correct. I
0: ain't playing that song tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got a song for you, but it's definitely explicit and probably not allowed. But there's one by Kesha that I love called "Woman," and uh, it's great. I bet London knows it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm actually gonna play one for her tonight. Are you good? Yeah she she wanted uh, she wanted she just wanted something to hear from from. Her era, so to speak, but it's not really from her. well. It's anyway, I do got a do got a song I'm going to throw out tonight. So anyway, I'll broaden our horizons a little bit. There you go, Keisha. Kesha. I do. It's Kesha. Kesha.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, she's she, London is eclectic with music, like we are. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Kinda, yeah, she's all over the board.
2: I was happy to hear her say nirvana you know at her age that's not not bad i mean right. i never really got into the grunge i was a i was a headbanger from way back you know headbangers yeah. Ball was my favorite and uh yeah. but I, I got a lot of respect for him I, and i love uh Fighters, fighter or that that where did he go dave brawl Foo fighters yeah oh Foo from, fighter. from nirvana he was a nirvana's yeah. drummer yeah yeah
0: well, yeah. we had we actually had fun last weekend. We we actually got in the studio and jammed around on the drums a little, and uh, learning some music and having some fun. And yeah, it's definitely cool.
2: Yeah, I love "Come as You Are" too.
0: Yep, and that's "American nice Idiot." Yeah, that's appropriate nowadays. Anyway.
6: <laughs> yeah, I think I know, I
2: know a know. few of those. Yeah, you yeah. too.
0: And
6: uh, yeah, they're on
0: spring break right now.
2: Are, are, are our kids are on spring break? Cause Anchorage just went back on, today. Okay. yeah, I was They're curious. on,
0: they're on spring break here. Gosh,
2: I got the snow maze done just in time then.
0: Exactly. Well, they go, go back on Monday, but it's uh uh distance learning.
2: Oh, okay. For oh, a really? few days
0: or for the week, I think. Yeah.
2: Is it just for in service or is there an outbreak? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's for no.
0: in service. That sort oh, okay, of thing. Good. I That's saw good. something, uh, Eric threw something out on it, and then London had told me about it also because they all got their computers with them.
2: She's keeping, you on, keeping you on post?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's keeping me rolling, yeah. All righty. Well, we're running out of time tonight. I do have one song that I'll uh,
2: – Yeah, let's play London a song, and uh, I'm going to go eat a taco. Okay. Yeah. All Thank you, guys. Thank you
0: guys. Rick, Eileen, Karen – Mr. Kevin Fraley, thank you as always. I'll give you some exit sounds there.
1: <laughs>
0: Good night, everybody. Good night, Rick. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Brett. Tonight. Thank and you. And we Mr. will. Fraley. We'll
6: yep. see you Thursday.
0: That we will, and uh, we'll also. Uh, I'll get a chat going, and we'll start talking about some stuff of what's going on. All righty. Awesome. All righty. Thank, thank you. Appreciate you. everyone good night. All right. (laughs) Okay there. Well, we are uh, slowly on our way out here. Anyway, great show tonight. Thank you. Big shout out to Mr. Fraley. And of course, everyone that's involved here at the pulse. I always appreciate the engagement and uh, love to hear from you guys. With that, it is uh, Tuesday night. Next show will be on Thursday at 6.30. Hope to see you all here. Uh, Like I said, I love being your host and enjoy doing this show. One thing I got to throw out there, I'm going to keep throwing it out there. Be kind out there to everyone. You know, you just don't know what kind of day someone's having, and you could always make a change in someone's life just throwing out a smile or saying hi. With that, this is Denali Burrow Brett and i am signing off here's some music for you miss london hope you like it enjoy yourselves everyone see you on thursday
1: Because you know
7: I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. Bass, bass,
1: bass,
7: bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. I got that boom-boom that all the boys chasin' All the right junk in all the right places I see the magazine, working out photoshop We know that shit ain't real, come on now make it stop If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up Cause every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top Yeah, my mama shit told me don't worry you is perfect from the bottom to the top yeah my mama shit told me